Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of Let's Talk Cricket. So, this episode I bring to you all the teams of India which are announced for the ODI T20 and test matches in Australia 2022 which starts from Friday that's uh, November 27th. So, we start off with ODI matches then we have T20s and then test matches lined up. So this is going to be a cracker of a series between India and Australia. Both tough teams and it's it's going to be a very thriller and an entertainment match to watch. So let's begin by my analysis of the T20 team. So as we know that the T20 squads and ODI squads and test squads have been announced. So we progress towards R11. That is the most likely 11 that would be playing and uh, some updates are also there in the squad. So, according to the T20i squad, we first go from T20 ODI and then test matches. So, in the T20i squad, Mayank Agarwal has been given a chance after IPL. I am ju- not reading out the whole squad. I am just telling you the players who have been given a chance uh, in, uh, in respect of their uh, performance in the uh, Dream 11 IPL 2020. So, major additions to the squad is a major addition Shikhar Dhawan has returned to Team India T20 team after a break or say after a long time Shikhar Dhawan, welcome back to our squad. Then uh, Mayank Agarwal is also um, taken into the T20 squad earlier. He was only there in the test side. Uh, There were considerations upon him coming in, in the ODI, but after his IPL, has been included in both ODI, Tests and T20. All, all formats, is in the squad. So, Mayank Agarwal has been an addition in the T20 squad. KL Rahul has been named the Vice-Captain. This is the major update. As Rohit Sharma is not available for the T20Is, of course, KL Rahul is the Vice-Captain of the team. Then Shreya Manish Matar Constants, Hardik Pandya, Sanju Samsung has been given a chance. Again, after his IPL, uh, uh, his IPL has not been that good, but uh, initially it was very good. He smacked boundaries, was dealing in boundaries, but later I don't know what happened to him after coming from Sharjah. But then at the end of IPL also he gave some beautiful 250s he uh, scored. In the last two matches of Rajasthan, I think uh, he has been taken in as a substitute wicketkeeper. So, I don't think his chances in playing 11 is much, but as a substitute, he has been taken. Then, uh, nothing major. Uh, another major update in the T20i squad is that Varun Chakravarti was taken in the squad, but he suffered an arm injury. Again, he is a man prone to injuries. He was very happy about his India call, but unfortunately, he would not make it to Australia because of his injury. Instead, Teen Atrajan has been included in the squad. This is the major update on the new people in the squad. Now, uh, let's talk who might be in the playing 11. Uh, talking about the bowlers, uh, the bowlers in the squad are uh, Yuzvendra Chal, Jaspreet Bhumra, Mohammad Shami, Navdeep Saini, Deepak Char, Varun Chakravarti. Varun Chakravarti is ruled out, so in this place, Tina Trajan will come. So, I think uh, my three bowlers who are fixed 
we can analyze as per conditions that who might be the 11th bowler because Yuzvendra Chahal, Jaspreet Bumrah, Mohammad Shami. These three are fixed, and the fourth bowler might be taken in uh, in the light of all the conditions that are there in Australia. If the pitch is good, which most of the Australian pitches are for T20Is, then Deepak Chahar might be included uh, for the swing that he gives, extraordinary swing. So he might be picked in or Navdeep Saini because uh, he is a Yorker specialist as well as he can he can ball deaths he can ball in deaths he can ball decent he balls decent in uh, starting of the innings also so he can be included Deepak Chahar slash Navdeep Saini anyone you can take in I don't think that Team Natarajan uh, would be given a, ch- a chance as such in the playing eleven until uh, we win all the series matches. And if we win the series, then last match we can we can play these players, Natarajan, uh, Deepak Chahar, or anyone else. But uh, till we are in a fighting situation, till we are fighting, I don't think Natarajan gets a chance in the team. That's cricket unfiltered for you. <laughs> okay, so now my playing eleven is opening definitely KL Rahul and uh, Shikhar Dhawan, best openers, uh, two. Uh, Two major run getters of the IPL. First KL Rahul, second Shikhar Dhawan. That's Team India for you. Then we come as of course Virat Kohli comes in at number three. Then at four, I see there are two options. Either take Shreyas Iyer slash Manish Pandey slash Mayank Agarwal. So according to me, uh, at four number I see Manish Pandey in the team. Because Manish Pandey had a beautiful season at IPL. He uh, his, he has changed his priorities to aggressive cricket and I think that's good for him and at 4 he has a beautiful chasing ability too. so I see him at 4 leaving Shreya Sahir and Mayank Agarwal because Mayank Agarwal is an open up, opening batsman I, and I don't think Shikhar Dhawan can be arrested in place of Mayank Agarwal so Mayank Agarwal has lost the spot in at least my team uh, we see Virat Kohli at 3 at 4 we see I prefer I prefer, it's my preference, I prefer Manish Pandey over Mayank Agarwal or Shreyas Ayer. Then comes at 5, Hardik Pandya. At 6, I see Ravindra Jadeja. At 7, Yuzvendra Chahal. At 8, Jasprit Bumrah. At 9, Mohamed Shami. At 10, uh, Deepak slash Navdeep. And at 11, I see Washington Sundar in the team because of his IPL performance. Uh, the batting might uh, change, but my 11th player would be Washington Sundar definitely. Because I am doing the way that uh, all, the 10 players are fixed, and 11th player, two players might be speculated in the team according to the coaches and captains or the conditions. Uh, according to the conditions, of course. But my two players, which I would take, is uh, first Manish Pandey instead of Shreyas. And they might play an extra batsman as well, but that's my playing 11. They might play Manish Pandey in place of uh, Shreya Sayyar and Mayank Agarwal. Also, they might play Washington Sundar. So, this is my playing 11. You uh, can agree or can uh, might not agree, but that's cricket unfiltered for you, as I said. So, now moving on to the ODI squad, which we have. Of course, this time we have major changes in the ODI squad. Shuman Gill comes in 
the ODI squad after his IPL performance no i don't think after his IPL performance but after his ability which we saw which we all saw in IPL he can impact he can bat for long he does not get out on good deliveries also so that three abilities were taken into consideration keeping shuman gill in the odi as well as test squad not in t20is but in also also in the t20is he has scored the four he has scored 440 or 450 odd runs highest for kkr but still this time he has not got a chance mayank agarwal has got the demonstrated so another entry into the odi squad is shardul thakur i think shardul thakur rest all the players are same and another entry is kuldeep yadav who is constant who is one constant in odi team definitely we cannot forget his ball of the 2019 world cup india versus pak we were losing babar azam was handling the inning quite good and then comes kuldeep yadav in in spinner is perfect that perfect ball outside of whipped inside the stumps babar had no clue about that so definitely kuldeep is a constant in odi is yeah though he has a terrible t20i season but he is a seasoned odi slash test baller so kuldeep yadav definitely the rest of the team remains the same as t20i mayank agarwal is in all the squads so now speaking about the ODI team opening i think rohit sharma is still not available in the ODI so shikhar dhawan and kl rahul will open again in the ODIs then will come virat kohli then i think at 4 you can try shuman gill or give him the opening chance let kl rahul at 4 because in ODIs we usually see kl at 4 kl is a good batsman at 4 in t20is of course he needs time but in ODIs I think Shuman Gill should be given a chance. So my team is Shuman Gill, Shikhar Dhawan, Virat Kohli, KL Rahul at four, at five I see Shreyas Iyer. I think in ODIs we can take both Shreyas Iyer or Manish Pandey. Uh, I think that would be a good option. So Virat Kohli, Shikhar Dhawan, Shuman Gill, KL Rahul. I see Shreyas Iyer at four. Uh, sorry i see shreyas iyer at 5 because he can work on his hitting abilities because at 5 usually that comes at dhoni's place so i think uh, he would get a time to settle and he can hit big shots so i see shreyas iyer here in the odi then i see hardik pandya at 6 at 7 i see ravindra jadeja at 8 i see yuzvendra chahal kuldeep yadav and jasprit bumrah mohammad shami i am not seeing navdeep saini and shardul thakur in the odi squad because your spin twin is your strength in the middle over i don't think that they need to drop kuldeep in order to play chehal or vice versa i think both should be playing because they both are ace wicket takers in the odi and definitely they can uh, take wickets together in the middle overs that is from 10 to 30 10 to 25 give them you give you can give them 10 10 over spells they will definitely take wickets so in my team of course you's in the chal and kuldeep yadav deserve a place both of them even if uh, we have hardik's available for bowling then that's bang on that's very good if even if he's not 
then we have Jasprit Bumrah, Mohammad Shami, Yuzvendra Chahal, Kuldeep Yadav, Ravindra Jadeja. If the conditions are for spin, then definitely we can go for this lineup. Or if the in the first second matches uh, the conditions will be definitely favoring pace as it as is Australia, so you can take Navdeep Saini instead of Kuldeep or Chahal. I think that uh, they will go for more an RCB oriented team. Uh, Rather than, <laughs> yeah, you guys know, you guys know it well. Uh, RCB, in all Indian squads, there there need to be at least four or five RCB players, right? <laughs> so now let's proceed. According to me, Kuldeep Chahal both should be there, but let's see what Virat does and Ravi Shastri does. And now we come to the most difficult part, that is the test squad. Test squad. We see a completely different overview. Completely different overview. Here, Ajinkya Rahane comes becomes the vice captain. Virat Kohli, as usual, is the captain, but only for the first match. After the first match, he is going for a paternity relief. And so, there will be very interesting to watch whether Ajinkya Rahane is made the captain, or they will look at KL Rahul. For captainship, because KL Rahul is still in the test squad as well. Cheteshwar Pujara is a constant. Ajinkaran is a constant. Hanuma Vihari is a constant. Shubman Gill has been included. Prithvi Shaw has been included. So I think after Virat and Rohit, because as we know, Rohit will not be available for two tests. No, I think for the first test he might be not available. I don't think that he might come after. I think he's missing two tests because uh, there are some quarantine pro- protocols that that he needs to follow before coming Australia. He's not in Australia tonight. He's not in Australia. Has not travelled with the team because uh, ODIs are being held first. Then are the T20s and then is the test match. So he has not travelled to Australia. Also, he went to the MCA. He had a fitness test, but uh, his hamstring. Still gives him some problems, so I don't think he will be available for the first two test matches. And the second test match will be most challenging test match for us because Virat not there, Rohit not there. I don't know who will be there <laughs> because these two are match winners. Yeah, come on, you cannot leave both of them in a single match. It's very costly for us. So I think in the second match point of view, in the second test we can expect that Shuman Gill and Shuman Gill and Prithvi Shaw needs to be given the chance. In the first match, you can take uh, Rohit Sharma. Uh, after the first match, uh, after the second match, sorry, excuse me. After the second match, of course, Rohit Sharma returns. One of these needs to be rested according to the performance. Because tests are ODI and uh, sorry, mixing our Hindi a little bit, but please do bear with it. According to the performance, you can uh, rest slash uh, select any one of them. But till the second test match, when Virat is there, in the first test match, my team would be definitely opening would be given to Shubman Gill. If he performs well in ODIs, then you can give him the opening. If not, you can give Prithvi Shaw the chance. But I don't think that Prithvi Shaw deserves a chance in the team. My two reasons are as follows. He has been given a chance 
Firstly, he had been given a priority in the New Zealand test where Rohit was injured. No, I think some batsman was injured. Yeah, Rohit was injured in the New Zealand series. Rohit did not play. I think he was given a rest after the T20I and ODIs. He was given rest. Prithvi Shaw was not in the squad, but he was not in the squad as well as he was given a chance of opening. Uh, and the reason was Shuman Gill was in the squad already. So technically he should have come in, but no, Prithvi Shaw was given the priority. He came in, but he did not deliver. He got edges, uh, and that boundary was also very short. Very short boundaries in New Zealand, McLean Park, and all those boundaries are very short. He did hit four, two, two, three fours, but Test match is not hitting. Test match is not of hitting fours or uh, starting with a run rate of four, five, six. Test match is about all of your technique, temperament, and your ability to stay. Which I think Prithu Shaw lacks, and Shuman Gill is efficient at. He knows he needs to stay on the pitch, and he does not get out easily. So I think Shuman Gill should definitely be given a chance in the Test. Prithu Shaw, sorry, you need to rest, brother. But I don't think uh, Indian team thinks like that because uh, they should have tried Shuman in the uh, New Zealand Test series only. You might, you might have proved him, but they. I don't know what lagav they do have with Prithvi Shaw in the priority. They he's not even the he's not even the squad, but still he comes. Uh, I don't know from where he's undertaker or what he comes from anyway and comes. We see opening Prithvi Shaw and Mayank Agarwal. So I have a doubt in it. So let's uh, let's further without a further ado, let's go for let's go for our test squad for our test playing eleven. Sorry. For our test playing eleven, um, our first picks of opener is Mayank Agarwal and Shubman Gill. At least mine. Oh, uh, I forgot to give the updates. Sorry, guys, I forgot to give the updates. Mohammad Siraj has been given a chance in the test side. Uh, R Ashwin constant, Ravinder Jadeja constant, Kuldeep Yadav also has been included in the test side, and so. Two keepers are there, Ridhiman and uh, Rishabh Pant. I think definitely according to situations because Rishabh has performed in Australia, so Rishabh might be given a chance or else Ridhiman Sah. In batting order, I think Test batsman Ridhiman is better. He's carrying a form, but also he's prone to injuries. He's prone to many injuries. I don't know if he's injured or what is his scene right now. Has he travelled because I did not see Ridhiman. Also, the major reason being that he is not in the ODI and Test, so I think he is not travelled. But let's see. Uh, I prefer Rishabh Pant this time. <laughs> I contradict sometimes, I know, but I go with Rishabh Pant this time because he has performed in Australia, and I think uh, with the last match he played in IPL was the final, and he delivered a 50. So I definitely go with uh, his form, current form. Also, current form of Ridhiman Sah is also very good, but. Still, uh, he has an edge, Rishabh Pant in Australia at least. He has not been included in the test in the white ball formats. So definitely, I would give him a chance in the red ball one, red ball format. <laughs> also, Rishabh Pant ka naam sunte aisa lagega nahi ki wo T20 or ODI nahi khelga. But it's difficult to see Rishabh Pant 
only in uh, red ball cricket but still he has been given a lot of chances and he has failed to deliver so i think that's a good move india can do the same way as prithvi shaw please you can do that prithvi shaw's case as well so guys um, now i've given all the updates and now finally i proceed to my test squad the test playing 11 so of course uh, for the first match because i have to make two playing 11s now because uh, in the first match virat kohli is there so he will be the captain so now my playing 11 for the first test match will be opening definitely shubman gill and shubman slash prithvi now even i give a consideration to prithvi shaw if shubman gill does not perform well in odi which i know he will at least pull it in the one match if he is given a chance if he is given a chance in all matches he'll definitely perform in two to three matches that's for shuman gills seals my hearts so shuman gill slash prithvi shaw with mayank agarwal then comes then comes uh, cheteshwar pujara of course then virat kohli then at 5 ic kl rahul kl rahul is a good batsman at 5 i think if uh, any strategic move uh, team india has definitely kl can open or uh, they can send shuman to five rather but i see uh, kl rahul as a fine over batsman then comes ajin kyarahane at 6 then hanuma vihari at 7 rishabh at 8 or you can swap the other way hardik pandya is not there in the test squad i think he is not going to bowl that's why he is not being given in the test side i think that's my gut feeling because hardik's been included in odi as well as t20s if he would have been bowling he would definitely have been picked in the test squad what was the reason not picking hardik in the test squad of course because of that uh, uh, bowling problem that he faces till now so i think he would not bowl in the odi as in t20 of course not in t20 but odi i don't think okay so we had till uh, rishabh pant uh, hanuma vihari now bowlers will be jasprit bumrah mohammad shami i play umesh yadav instead of i play umesh yadav instead of navdeep saini you can go with kuldeep yadav also uh usain the chel i am not seeing in the squad usain the chel is not in the test squad so one spinner which we have would be either kuldeep or ravichandran ashwin keeping uh, a look on the australian side more of right hander batsman so you can go with ravi ashwin uh, you can sorry you can go with anyone because kuldeep also wins that ball in only for right hander batsman and uh, the same for both of them you can pick anyone i go with kuldeep yadav he might be he has to be given a chance in t20 also if you have to deepen your batting order ravi ashwin can bat so i go with according to the situations are i cannot decide whether to go with ravi ashwin or kuldeep yadav if kuldeep yadav does does well in odi is definitely can be given a chance but i think more chances of ashwin playing in the test side so that was my team for the test t20 and odis also guys thank you if you liked this video please share Please share this podcast to uh, to increase my watch time. <laughs> Generally, I need watch time, guys. So, thank you guys for watching this video. Uh, I'll be back with more updates. Till then, stay tuned. 
सो हेलो एंड वेलकम आई वेलकम ऑल ऑफ यू गाइज टू दिस सेकेंड एपिसोड ऑफ माई पॉडकास्ट सो इट्स इट्स बीन क्वाइट अ लॉन्ग सिंस आई अपलोडेड माई फर्स्ट एपिसोड बट येस आई वॉज इन सर्च ऑफ कॉन्टेंट एंड आई थिंक आई हैव गॉट माई कॉन्टेंट सो ही आई हैव विद सेकेंड एपिसोड सो विदाउट वेस्टिंग एनी टाइम एंड विदाउट टेलिंग यू वॉट आई माइट कवर इन दिस पॉडकास्ट लेट्स टॉक क्रिकेट here i am guys uh, the first episode which i covered was uh, my expected 11 which would uh, make of uh, i mean my expected 11 that india would play in all of the formats of t20 tests and odis and uh, today while i am recording this episode uh, the first test for me it's over australia need a 75 runs to win and i think they will definitely uh, nail without with 10 wickets remaining so india has got a very uh, disappointing loss so i'm recording this episode on this day so again moving i'm going off to- of the topic but i just wanted to update you that when i am recording this episode which match is going on and i had recorded the first episode of my podcast before the series started so that was a quick bite reminder to me as well to make with uh, make podcast regularly so starting off the predicted 11 my 11 which i had said that uh, i think these uh, that combination was looked good was failed miserably like the team india in the odis so i i would not like to comment more on that but i think if india would have played that 11 that i had told they would definitely have won the odi series and also this test so uh, starting off with what went wrong in the match was nothing i think nothing went wrong in the match starting off with the odi series i start with the odi series then to t20s and then to test similarly in the chrono in the chronological order that the things went on i'll start in the same way so talking about the odi series the major drawback of all the losses that we have suffered in this outing in australia is the team selection that two words of team and selection was failed miserably selection was not at par with what the expectation from the players is if you do not take matured and temperamented players how can you expect wins in australia at least because in india anyone can play in india prithvi shaw also can uh, hit a century but the same prithvi shaw cannot go to tests cannot go directly to australia playing the test which is considered to be the greatest challenge for our team after the world cup is so i am shifting the topic again but i don't want to go to test because i watched the whole test match so everything is coming in my mind so please excuse me for that starting with the odis what was the issue with team india i had already told you that team selection was really bad it was very bad team selection by team india in the first two odis that we lost i will not say miserably because we fought till the end but still the score was too much in a 50 over match that score was too much in the 50 over match see in the odi and t20 the selection logic should be different but what lacked in team india 
was the same selection logic of the T20Is and the ODIs that led to the series loss. Led to the first match loss, eventually the series loss in the second match. First point, the team which I told had Kuldeep and Chehal in it. But it's okay if you don't want to play uh, fast bowlers and I also told that uh, according to the track you can decide whom to play. But definitely why Yuzvendra Chehal over Kuldeep, otherwise yeah, I don't understand. Because in ODIs you need to ball at particular lengths and take wickets. Not, you not need to experiment here and there playing flight balls and short balls and you don't need to regularly change your lengths in bowling in ODIs as per my knowledge that Yuzvendra Chahal did and so he was the most economical bowler from the last he had an economy of 9 point he had an economy of 9.75 in the first and still even after losing the match India made no changes I think that was very frightening to see as an Indian fan that you lose a match but you don't have anything to learn I think that was a bad move by Virat Kohli uh, he said in his interview that all looked rusty and after that he was again proven wrong when things did not happen in the second ODI as well so I think definitely changes were required because I don't think Mayank Agarwal uh, has performed in IPL so you pick him in all, all three formats all three formats is never a player of all three formats only great legends like Sachin Tendulkar, MS Dhoni and Virat Kohli and Rahul Dravid all these batsmen which have temperament and maturity to play can play all the three formats you cannot pick, pick any IPL player and uh, suddenly play him matches uh, in Australia Australia is a very tough condition swinging condition and I think uh, in an ODI match you need firepower chasing a score of 361 I know you need firepower but at least your opener should give should stay there for 10, 10 odd overs as per the basic ODI cricket knowledge but no Mayank Agarwal is in his T20 form he's smacking the down the balls down boundaries hitting every ball for 6-4 six, 6-4 four, six, four. eventually you will get out you cannot hit every, every ball for 6 and 4 if that would be the, if that would be the condition every second uh, batsman from IPL who played well in IPL would have been selected in the Indian team but the Indian team has uh, showcased that image of itself that you perform in one season of IPL and you get picked in all three formats I don't know why he was eventually a test player then he came he performed well in IPL so he got picked in ODI and T20 as well no logic behind it let us move ahead Shuman Gill he was picked in the Indian team a year ago and still till the second till the third ODI the, his, that was his first first performance in the Indian team he played in New Zealand an ODI then he was dropped again then he's picked in uh, the last decider match no it was not a decider in the last match which uh, led to the series loss and when he came in he gave it quite well he performed well as an opener because an opener as an opener you need to tick stick there for the first 10 overs that's a mandatory thing in an ODIs in a high scoring game he did that but still he did not get chance in the first two ODIs the most difficult thing I would like to see as an Indian fan was not learning anything from the first ODIs loss Virat Kohli 
I don't think he has uh, stepped up as a captain, as a good captain uh, till now. Because now I don't want to shift topics, but still that's hurting as an Indian cricket fan. Because uh, you don't uh, learn anything. Of course, when you lose a match, you always say that we have learned this, 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 and the positives that you take in the second match. But he has not learned anything from the first match. And he goes with the same team in the second match. I don't know. I also, I do not understand the third point of mine is why take Shreya Sayyar. If he has not performed in the first match, is not performed in the second match. I don't see. I think uh, they had they have made a spot in Indian team a cakewalk. Like you, you are given three four matches. You have given no. You have given three four series. Then you have you can easily you can uh, back out when team needs. You can easily go out for zero and just say that I'm new. I'm I'm a newcomer here. I cannot perform. At least give me three series. Then I'll play. 150 and then you take for me for the another three series i think i think that logic is ridiculous it's an indian team 1.2 it's a team of 1.25 billion people and so sports need to be very uh... so he- hello and welcome i welcome all of you guys uh, to this second episode of my podcast so it's it's been quite a long since i uploaded my first episode but yes i was in search of content and uh, i think i have got my content so here i am with the second episode so without wasting any time and without telling you what i might cover in this podcast let's talk cricket so here i am guys uh, the first episode which i covered was uh, my expected 11 which would uh, make of uh i mean my expected 11 that india would play in all of the formats of t20 tests and odis and uh, today while i'm recording this episode uh the first test for me it's over australia need a 75 runs to win and i think they will definitely uh, nail without with 10 wickets remaining so india has got a very uh, disappointing loss so i'm recording this episode on this day so again moving i'm going off to- of the topic but i just wanted to update you that when i am recording this episode which match is going on and i had recorded the first episode of my podcast before the series started so <laughs> that was a quick bite reminder to me as well to make vid- uh, make podcast regularly so starting off the predicted 11 my 11 which i had said that uh, i think these Uh, that combination was looked good was failed miserably like the team india in the odis so i i would not like to comment more on that but i think if india would have played that 11 that i had told they would definitely have won the odi series and also this test so uh, starting off with what went wrong in the match was nothing i think nothing went wrong in the match starting off with the odi series i start with the odi series then to t20s and then to test similarly in the chrono in the chronological order that the things went on i'll start in the same way so talking about the odi series the major drawback of all the losses that we have suffered in this outing in australia is the team selection 
that two words of team and selection was filled miserably. Selection was not at par with what the expectation from the players is. If you do not take matured and temperamented players, how can you expect wins in Australia at least? Because in India, anyone can play. In India, Prithvi Shaw also can uh, hit a century. But the same Prithvi Shaw cannot go to test. Cannot go directly to Australia playing the test. Which is considered to be the greatest challenge for our team. After the World Cup is. So I am shifting the topic again. But I don't want to go to test because I watched the whole test match. So everything is coming in my mind. So please excuse me for that. Starting with the ODIs. What was the issue with Team India? I had already told you that team selection was really bad. It was very bad team selection by Team India. In the first two ODIs that we lost, I will not say miserably because we fought till the end, but still the score was too much in a 50-over match. That score was too much in the 50-over match. See, in the ODI and T20, the selection logic should be different. But... What lacked in Team India was the same selection logic of the T20Is and the ODIs that led to the series loss. Led to the first match loss, eventually the series loss in the second match. First point, the team which I told had Kuldeep and Chehel in it. But it's okay if you don't want to play uh, fast bowlers and I also told that uh, according to the track you can decide whom to play. But definitely why Yuzvendra Chehel over Kuldeep Yadav, I don't understand. Because in ODIs, you need to ball at particular lengths and take wickets. Not, you not need to experiment here and there, playing flight balls and short balls. And you don't need to regularly change your lengths in bowling in ODIs as per my knowledge. That Yuzvendra Chehel did and so he was the most economical baller. From the last, he had an economy of nine point. He had an economy of nine point seven five in the first, and still, even after losing the match, India made no changes. I think that was uh, very uh, frightening to see as an Indian fan that you lose a match, but you don't have anything to learn. I think that was a bad move by Virat Kohli. Uh, he said in his interview that all looked rusty. And after that, he was again proven wrong. When things did not happen in the second ODI as well. So, I think definitely changes were required. Because I don't think Mayank Agarwal uh, has performed in IPL. So, you pick him in all, all three formats. All three formats is never a player of all three formats. Only great legends like Sachin Tendulkar, MS Dhoni and Virat Kohli. And Rahul Dravid. All these batsmen which have temperament and maturity to play can play all the three formats. You cannot play pick any IPL player and uh, suddenly play him matches uh, in Australia. Australia is a very tough condition, swinging condition and I think uh, in an ODI match, you need firepower. Chasing a score of 361, I know you need firepower, but at least your opener should give, should stay there for 10, 10 odd overs. As per the basic ODI cricket knowledge. But no, Mayank Agarwal is in his T20 form. He's smacking the down the balls down boundaries, hitting every ball for six four six four. Eventually, you will get out. You cannot hit every every ball for six and fours. If that would be the if that would be the condition, every second uh, 
batsman from IPL who played well in IPL would have uh, been selected in the Indian team. But the Indian team has uh, showcased that image of itself that you perform in one season of IPL and you get to then all three formats. I don't know why he was eventually a test player. Then he came, he performed well in IPL, so he got picked in ODI and T20 as well. No logic behind it. Let us move ahead. Shubman Gill, he was picked in the Indian team a year ago and still, till the second, till the third ODI, that was his first, first performance in the Indian team. He played in New Zealand and ODI, then he was dropped again, then he's picked in uh, the last decider match. No, it was not a decider, in the last match which uh, led to the series loss and when he came in, he gave it quite well. He performed well as an opener because an opener, as an opener, you need to tick, stick there for the first 10 overs. That's a mandatory thing in an ODIs in a high scoring game. He did that, but still, he did not get chance in the first two ODIs. The most difficult thing I would like to see as an Indian fan was not learning anything from the first ODIs loss. Virat Kohli, I don't think he has uh, stepped up as a captain, as a good captain. Uh, till now because now I don't want to shift topics but still that's hurting as an Indian cricket fan because uh, you don't uh, learn anything of course when you lose a match you always say that we have learned this 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 and the positives that you take in the second match but he has not learned anything from the first match and he goes with the same team in the second match I don't know I also I do not understand the third point of mine is why take Shreya Sayyar? If he has not performed in the first match, is not performed in the second match. I don't see. I think uh, they had they have made uh, spotting Indian team a cakewalk. Like you, you are given three four matches. You have given no. You have given three four series. Then you have you can easily you can uh, back out when team needs. You can easily go out for zero and just say that I am new. I am I am a newcomer here. I cannot perform. At least give me three series, then I'll play 150 and then you take me for the, another three series. I think, I think that logic is ridiculous. It's an Indian team. one point two. It's a team of 1.25 billion people. And so sports need to be very... Uh... So he- hello and welcome. I welcome all of you guys uh, to this second episode of my podcast. So it's it's been quite a long since I uploaded my first episode but yes I was in search of content and uh, I think I have got my content so here I am with the second episode so without wasting any time and without telling you what I might cover in this podcast let's talk cricket. So here I am guys uh, the first episode which I covered was uh, my expected 11 which would uh, make of uh, I mean my expected 11 that India would play in all of the formats of T20 tests and ODIs and uh, today while I am recording this episode uh, the first test for me it's over Australia need a 75 runs to win and I think they will definitely uh, nail without with 10 wickets remaining so India has got a very uh, disappointing loss so I am recording this episode on this day so Again, moving, I'm going off of the topic, but I just wanted to update you that when I am recording this episode, which match is going on.
and i had recorded the first episode of my podcast before the series started so <laughs> that was a quick bite reminder to me as well to make vid uh, make podcast regularly so starting off the predicted 11 my 11 which i had said that uh, i think these uh, that combination was looked good was failed miserably like the team india in the odis so i i would not like to comment more on that but i think if india would have played that 11 that i had told they would definitely have won the odi series and also this test so uh, starting off with what went wrong in the match was nothing i think nothing went wrong in the match starting off with the odi series i start with the odi series then to t20s and then to test similarly in the chrono in the chronological order that the things went on i'll start in the same way so talking about the odi series the major drawback of all the losses that we have suffered in this outing in australia is the team selection that two words of team and selection was failed miserably selection was not at par with what the expectation from the players is if you do not take matured and temperamented players how can you expect wins in australia at least because in india anyone can play in india prithvi shaw also can hit uh, a century but the same prithvi shaw cannot go to tests cannot go directly to australia playing the test is considered to be the greatest challenge for our team after the world cup is so i am shifting the topic again but i don't want to go to test because i watched the whole test match so everything is coming in my mind so please excuse me for that starting with the odis what was the issue with team india i had already told you that team selection was really bad it was very bad team selection by team india in the first two odis that we lost i will not say miserably because we fought till the end but still the score was too much in a 50 over match that score was too much in the 50 over match see in the odi and t20 you, the selection logic should be different but what lacked in team india was the same selection logic of the t20is and the odis that led to the series loss led to the first match loss eventually the series loss in the second match first point the team which i told had kuldeep and chehal in it but it's okay if you don't want to play uh, fast bowlers and i also told that uh, according to the track you can decide whom to play but definitely why yuzvendra chehal over kuldeep yadav i don't understand because in odis you need to ball at particular lengths and take wickets not you not need to experiment here and there playing flight balls and short balls and you don't need to regularly change your lengths in bowling in odis as per my knowledge that is when the chehal did and so he was the most economical bowler from the last he had an economy of 9. Point, he had a economy of 9.75 in the first and still even after losing the match india made no changes i think that was very Uh, frightening to see as an indian fan that you lose a match but you don't have anything to learn i think that was a bad move 
by Virat Kohli. Uh, he said in his interview that all looked rusty, and after that he was again proven wrong. When things did not happen in the second ODI as well, so I think definitely changes were required because I don't think Mayank Agarwal uh, has performed in IPL, so you pick him in all all three formats. All three formats is never a player of all three formats. Only great legends like Sachin Tendulkar, MS Dhoni, and Virat Kohli, and Rahul Dravid. All these batsmen who have temperament and maturity to play can play all the three formats. You cannot pick pick any IPL player and uh, suddenly play him matches uh, in Australia. Australia is a very tough condition, swinging condition, and I think uh, in an ODI match you need firepower. Chasing a score of three sixty one, I know you need firepower, but at least your opener should give. Should stay there for ten ten odd overs, as per the basic ODI cricket knowledge. But no, Mayank Agarwal is in his T Twenty form. He's smacking the down the balls down boundaries, hitting every ball for six four six four. Eventually, he will get out. You cannot hit every every ball for six and fours. If that would be the if that would be the condition, <laughs> every second. Uh, batsman from ipl who played well in ipl would have been selected in the indian team but the indian team has uh, showcased that image of itself that you perform in one season of ipl and you get picked in all three formats i don't know why he was eventually a test player then he came he performed well in ipl so he got picked in odi and t20 as well no logic behind it let us move ahead shubman gill he was picked in the indian team a year ago and still till the second till the third odi the, his that was his first first performance in the indian team he played in new zealand an odi then he was dropped again then he's picked in uh, the last decider match no it was not a decider in the last match which uh, led to the series loss and when he came in he gave it quite well he performed well as an opener because an opener as an opener you need to tick stick there for the first 10 overs that's a mandatory thing in an odis in a high scoring game he did that but still he did not get chance in the first two odis the most difficult thing i would like to see as an indian fan was not learning anything from the first odis loss virat kohli i don't think he has uh, stepped up as a captain as a good captain Uh, till now, because now I don't want to shift topics, but still that's hurting as an Indian cricket fan because uh, you don't uh, learn anything. Of course, when you lose a match, you always say that we have learned this, 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 and the positives that you take in the second match. But he has not learned anything from the first match, and he goes with the same team in the second match. I don't know. I also I do not understand the third point of mine. Is why takes Shreya Sayer if he has not performed in the first match, is not performed in the second match. I don't see. I think uh, they had they have made uh, spot in Indian team a cakewalk. Like you, you are given three four matches. You have given no. You have given three four series. Then you have you can easily you can uh, back out when team needs. You can easily go out for zero and just say that I am new. I am I am a newcomer here. I cannot perform. At least give me three series, then I'll play one fifty, and then you take me for the another three series. I think I think that logic is ridiculous. It's an Indian team, one point two. It's a team of one point two five billion people, and so spots need to be 
वेरी सो हेलो एंड वेलकम आई वेलकम ऑल ऑफ यू गाइज टू दिस सेकेंड एपिसोड ऑफ माई पॉडकास्ट सो इट्स इट्स बीन क्वाइट अ लॉन्ग सिंस आई अपलोडेड माई फर्स्ट एपिसोड बट येस आई वॉज इन सर्च ऑफ कॉन्टेंट एंड आई थिंक आई हैव गॉट माई कॉन्टेंट सो ही आई हैव विद सेकेंड एपिसोड सो विदाउट वेस्टिंग एनी टाइम एंड विदाउट टेलिंग यू वॉट आई माइट कवर इन दिस पॉडकास्ट लेट्स टॉक क्रिकेट सो ही आई एम गाइज द फर्स्ट एपिसोड विच आई कवर्ड वॉज माई एक्सपेक्टेड इलेवन विच वुड मेक ऑफ आई मीन माई एक्सपेक्टेड इलेवन दैट इंडिया वुड प्ले इन ऑल ऑफ द फॉर्मैट्स ऑफ टी ट्वेंटी टेस्ट एंड ओडियाइज एंड टूडे वाई आई एम रिकॉर्डिंग दिस एपिसोड द फर्स्ट टेस्ट फॉर मी इट्स ओवर ऑस्ट्रेलिया नीड अ सेवेंटी फाइव रन्स टू विन एंड आई थिंक दे विल डेफिनेटली नील विदाउट विथ टेन विकेट्स रिमेनिंग सो इंडिया हैज गॉट अ वेरी डिसअपॉइंटिंग लॉस सो आई एम रिकॉर्डिंग दिस एपिसोड ऑन दिस डे सो अगेन मूविंग आई एम गोइंग ऑफ ऑफ द टॉपिक बट आई जस्ट वॉन्टेड टू अपडेट यू दैट वेन आई एम रिकॉर्डिंग दिस एपिसोड विच मैच इज गोइंग ऑन एंड आई हैड रिकॉर्डेड द फर्स्ट एपिसोड ऑफ माई पॉडकास्ट before the series started so that was a quick bite reminder to me as well to make video, make podcast regularly so starting off the predicted 11 my 11 which i had said that uh, i think these uh, that combination was looked good was failed miserably like the team india in the odis so i i would not like to comment more on that but i think if india would have played that 11 that i had told they would definitely have won the odi series and also this test so uh, starting off with what went wrong in the match was nothing i think nothing went wrong in the match starting off with the odi series i start with the odi series then to t20s and then to test similarly in the chronological in the chronological order that the things went on i'll start in the same way so talking about the odi series the major drawback of all the losses that we have suffered in this outing in australia is the team selection that two words of team and selection was failed miserably selection was not at par with what the expectation from the players is if you do not take matured and temperamented players how can you expect wins in australia at least because in india anyone can play in india prithvi shaw also can uh, hit a century but the same prithvi shaw cannot go to test cannot go directly to australia playing the test which is considered to be the greatest challenge for our team after the world cup is so i am shifting the topic again but i don't want to go to test because i watched the whole test match so everything is coming in my mind so please excuse me for that starting with the odis what was the issue with team india i had already told you that team selection was really bad it was very bad team selection by team india in the first two odis that we lost i will not say miserably because we fought till the end but still the score was too much in a 50 over match that score was too much in the 50 over match see in the odi and t20 you, the selection logic should be different but what lacked in team india 
was the same selection logic of the T20Is and the ODIs that led to the series loss. Led to the first match loss, eventually the series loss in the second match. First point, the team which I told had Kuldeep and Chehal in it. But it's okay if you don't want to play uh, fast bowlers and I also told that uh, according to the track you can decide whom to play. But definitely why Yuzvendra Chehal over Kuldeep Yadav I don't understand. Because in ODIs you need to ball at particular lengths and take wickets. Not, you not need to experiment here and there playing flight balls and short balls and you don't need to regularly change your lengths in bowling in ODIs as per my knowledge that Yuzvendra Chehal did and so he was the most economical bowler from the last he had an economy of 9 point he had an economy of 9.75 in the first and still even after losing the match India made no changes I think that was uh, very uh, frightening to see as an Indian fan that you lose a match but you don't have anything to learn I think that was a bad move by Virat Kohli Uh, he said in his interview that all looked rusty and after that he was again proven wrong when things did not happen in the second ODI as well so I think definitely changes were required because I don't think Mayank Agarwal uh, has performed in IPL so you pick him in all all three formats all three formats is never a player of all three formats only great legends like Sachin Tendulkar MS Dhoni and Virat Kohli and Rahul Dravid all these batsmen which have temperament and maturity to play can play all the three formats you cannot play pick any IPL player and uh, suddenly play him matches uh, in Australia. Australia is a very tough condition, swinging condition and I think uh, in an ODI match, you need firepower. Chasing a score of 361, I know you need firepower, but at least your opener should give, should stay there for 10, 10 odd overs. As per the basic ODI cricket knowledge. But no, Mayank Agarwal is in his T20 form. He's smacking the down the balls down boundaries, hitting every ball for six four six four. Eventually, he will get out. You cannot hit every every ball for six and fours. If that would be the if that would be the condition, every second uh, batsman from IPL who played well in IPL would have uh, been selected in the Indian team. But the Indian team has uh, showcased that image of itself that you perform in one season of IPL and you get picked in all three formats. I don't know why he was eventually a test player then he came he performed well in IPL so he got picked in ODI and T20 as well no logic behind it let us move ahead Shubman Gill he was picked in the Indian team a year ago and still till the second till the third ODI that was his first first performance in the Indian team he played in New Zealand an ODI then he was dropped again. Then he's picked in uh, the last decider match. No, it was not a decider. In the last match, which uh, led to the series loss. And when he came in, he gave it quite well. He performed well as an opener. Because an opener, as an opener, you need to tick, stick there for the first 10 overs. That's a mandatory thing in an ODIs. In a high-scoring game. He did that. But still, he did not get chance in the first two ODIs. The most difficult thing I would like to see as an Indian fan was not learning anything from the first ODI's loss. Virat Kohli 
आई डोंट थिंक ही हैज स्टेप्ड अप एज अ कैप्टन एज अ गुड कैप्टन टिल नाउ बिकॉज नाउ डोंट वॉन्ट टू शिफ्ट टॉपिक्स बट स्टिल दैट्स हर्टिंग एज अ इंडियन क्रिकेट फैन बिकॉज यू डोंट लर्न एनीथिंग ऑफकोर्स वेन यू लूज अ मैच यू ऑलवेज से दैट वी हैव लर्न दिस 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 एंड द पॉजिटिव दैट यू टेक इन द सेकेंड मैच बट ही हैज नॉट लर्न एनीथिंग फ्रॉम द फर्स्ट मैच and he goes with the same team in the second match i don't know i also i do not understand the third point of mine is why take shreya sayer if he has not performed in the first match is not performed in the second match i don't see i think uh, they had they have made uh, sporting indian team a cakewalk like you you are given 3 4 matches you have given no you have given 3 4 series then you have you can easily you can uh, back out when team needs you can easily go out for zero and just say that i am new i am i am a newcomer here i cannot perform at least give me three series then i'll play 150 and then you take me for the another three series i think i think that logic is ridiculous it's an indian team 1.2 it's a team of 1.25 billion people and so sports needs to be very uh, so hel- hello and welcome i welcome all of you guys uh, to this second episode of my podcast so it's it's been quite a long since i uploaded my first episode but yes i was in search of content and uh, i think i have got my content so here i am with the second episode so without wasting any time and without telling you what i might cover in this podcast let's talk cricket so here i am guys uh, the first episode which i covered was uh, my expected 11 which would uh, make of uh, i mean my expected 11 that india would play in all of the formats of t20 tests and odis and uh, today while i am recording this episode uh, the first test for me it's over australia need a 75 runs to win and i think they will definitely uh, nail without with 10 wickets remaining so india has got a very uh, disappointing loss so i'm recording this episode on this day so again moving i'm going off to- of the topic but i just wanted to update you that when i am recording this episode which match is going on and i had recorded the first episode of my podcast before the series started so that was a quick bite reminder to me as well to make with uh, make podcast regularly so starting off the predicted 11 my 11 which i had said that uh, i think these uh, that combination was looked good was failed miserably like the team india in the odis so i i would not like to comment more on that but i think if india would have played that 11 that i had told they would definitely have won the odi series and also this test so uh, starting off with what went wrong in the match was nothing i think nothing went wrong in the match starting off with the odi series i start with the odi series then to t20s and then to test similarly in the chrono in the chronological order that the things went on i'll start in the same way so talking about the odi series the major drawback of all the losses that we have suffered in this outing in australia is the team selection 
that two words of team and selection was filled miserably. Selection was not at par with what the expectation from the players is. If you do not take matured and temperamented players, how can you expect wins in Australia at least? Because in India, anyone can play. In India, Prithvi Shaw also can uh, hit a century. But the same Prithvi Shaw cannot go to tests. Cannot go directly to Australia playing the test. Which is considered to be the greatest challenge for our team. After the World Cup is. So I am shifting the topic again. But I don't want to go to test because I watched the whole test match. So everything is coming in my mind. So please excuse me for that. Starting with the ODIs. What was the issue with Team India? I had already told you that team selection was really bad. It was very bad team selection by Team India. In the first two ODIs that we lost, I will not say miserably because we fought till the end, but still the score was too much in a 50-over match. That score was too much in the 50-over match. See, in the ODI and T20, the selection logic should be different. But... What lacked in Team India was the same selection logic of the T20Is and the ODIs that led to the series loss. Led to the first match loss, eventually the series loss in the second match. First point, the team which I told had Kuldeep and Chehel in it. But it's okay if you don't want to play uh, fastballers and I also told that uh, according to the track you can decide whom to play. But definitely why Yuzvendra Chehel over Kuldeep Yadav, I don't understand. Because in ODIs, you need to ball at particular lengths and take wickets. Not, you not need to experiment here and there, playing flight balls and short balls. And you don't need to regularly change your lengths in bowling in ODIs as per my knowledge. That Yuzvendra Chehel did and so he was the most economical baller. From the last, he had an economy of nine point. Uh, he had a economy of nine point seven five in the first, and still, even after losing the match, India made no changes. I think that was uh, very uh, frightening to see as an Indian fan that you lose a match, but you don't have anything to learn. I think that was a bad move by Virat Kohli. Uh, he said in his interview that all looked rusty. And after that, he was again proven wrong. When things did not happen in the second ODI as well. So, I think definitely changes were required. Because I don't think Mayank Agarwal uh, has performed in IPL. So, you pick him in all, all three formats. All three formats is never a player of all three formats. Only great legends like Sachin Tendulkar, MS Dhoni and Virat Kohli. And Rahul Dravid. All these batsmen which have temperament and maturity to play can play all the three formats. You cannot play pick any IPL player and uh, suddenly play him matches uh, in Australia. Australia is a very tough condition, swinging condition and I think uh, in an ODI match, you need firepower. Chasing a score of 361, I know you need firepower, but at least your opener should give, should stay there for 10, 10 odd overs. As per the basic ODI cricket knowledge. But no, Mayank Agarwal is in his T20 form. He's smacking the down the balls down boundaries, hitting every ball for six four six four. Eventually, you'll get out. You cannot hit every every ball for six and fours. If that would be if that would be the condition, every second uh, 
batsman from IPL who played well in IPL would have uh, been selected in the Indian team. But the Indian team has uh, showcased that image of itself that you perform in one season of IPL and you get picked in all three formats. I don't know why he was eventually a test player. Then he came, he performed well in IPL, so he got picked in ODI and T20 as well. No logic behind it. Let us move ahead. Shubman Gill. He was picked in the Indian team a year ago. And still, till the second, till the third ODI, that was his first, first performance in the Indian team. He played in New Zealand, an ODI. Then he was dropped again. Then he's picked in uh, the last decider match. No, it was not a decider. In the last match, which uh, led to the series loss. And when he came in, he gave it quite well. He performed well as an opener. Because an opener, as an opener, you need to tick, stick there for the first 10 overs. That's a mandatory thing in an ODIs. In a high-scoring game. He did that. But still, he did not get chance in the first two ODIs. The most difficult thing I would like to see as an Indian fan was not learning anything from the first ODI's loss. Virat Kohli, I don't think he has uh, stepped up as a captain, as a good captain uh, till now. Because now I don't want to shift topics, but still that's hurting as an Indian cricket fan. Because uh, you don't uh, learn anything. Of course, when you lose a match, you always say that we have learned this, this, this and the positives that you take in the second match. But he has not learned anything from the first match. And he goes with the same team in the second match. I don't know. I Also, I do not understand the third point of mine is why take Shreya Sayyar. If he has not performed in the first match, he has not performed in the second match. I don't... See, I think uh, they had they have made uh, spot in Indian team a cakewalk. Like you, you are given three four matches. You have given no. You have given three four series. Then you have you can easily you can uh, back out when team needs. You can easily go out for zero and just say that I am new. I am I am a newcomer here. I cannot perform. At least give me three series. Then I will play one fifty and then you take me for the another three series. I think I think that logic is ridiculous. It's an Indian team. 1.2 it's a team of 1.25 billion people and so sports needs to be very uh... so he- hello and welcome i welcome all of you guys uh, to this second episode of my podcast so it's it's been quite a long since i uploaded my first episode but yes i was in search of content and uh, i think i have got my content so here i am with the second episode so without wasting any time and without telling you what I might cover in this podcast let's talk cricket so here I am guys Uh, the first episode which I covered was uh, my expected 11 which would uh, make of uh, I mean my expected 11 that India would play in all of the formats of T20 tests and ODIs and uh, today while I am recording this episode uh, the first test for me it's over Australia need a 75 runs to win and I think they will definitely uh, nail without with 10 wickets remaining so India has got a very uh, disappointing loss so I'm recording this episode on this day so again moving I'm going off, off the topic but I just wanted to update you that when I am recording this episode 
which match is going on and i had recorded the first episode of my podcast before the series started so <laughs> that was a quick uh, reminder to me as well to make vid- uh, make podcast regularly so starting off the predicted 11 my 11 which i had said that uh, i think these uh, that combination was looked good was filled miserably like the team india in the odis so i i would not like to comment more on that but i think if india would have played that 11 that i had told they would definitely have won the odi series and also this test so uh, starting off with what went wrong in the match was nothing i think nothing went wrong in the match starting off with the odi series i start with the odi series then to t20s and then to test similarly in the chrono in the chronological order that the things went on i'll start in the same way so talking about the odi series the major drawback of all the losses that we have suffered in this outing in australia is the team selection that two words of team and selection was filled miserably selection was not at par with what the expectation from the players is if you do not take matured and temperamented players how can you expect wins in australia at least because in india anyone can play in india prithvi shaw also can uh, hit a century but the same prithvi shaw cannot go to tests cannot go directly to australia playing the test is considered to be the greatest challenge for our team after the world cup is so i am shifting the topic again but i don't want to go to test because i watched the whole test match so everything is coming in my mind so please excuse me for that starting with the odis what was the issue with team india i had already told you that team selection was really bad it was very bad team selection by team india in the first two odis that we lost i will not say miserably because we fought till the end but still the score was too much in a 50 over match that score was too much in the 50 over match see in the odi and t20 you, the selection logic should be different but what lacked in team india was the same selection logic of the t20is and the odis that led to the series loss led to the first match loss eventually the series loss in the second match first point the team which i told had kuldeep and chehal in it but it's okay if you don't want to play uh, fast bowlers and i also told that uh, according to the track you can decide whom to play but definitely why yuzvendra chehal over kuldeep yadav i don't understand because in odis you need to ball at particular lengths and take wickets not you not need to experiment here and there playing flight balls and short balls and you don't need to regularly change your lengths in bowling in odis as per my knowledge that yuzvendra chahal did and so he was the most economical bowler from the last he had an economy of 9. he had a economy of 9.75 in the first and still even after losing the match india made no changes i think that was very Uh, frightening to see as a, an indian fan that you lose a match but you don't have anything to learn 
I think that was a bad move by Virat Kohli. Uh, he said in his interview that all looked rusty, and after that he was again proven wrong. When things did not happen in the second ODI as well, so I think definitely changes were required because I don't think Mayank Agarwal uh, has performed in IPL. So you pick him in all all three formats. All three formats is never a player of all three formats. Only great legends like Sachin Tendulkar, MS Dhoni, and Virat Kohli. and rahul dravid all these batsmen who have temperament and maturity to play can play all the three formats you cannot pick pick any ipl player and uh, suddenly play him matches uh, in australia australia is a very tough condition swinging condition and i think uh, in an odi match you need firepower chasing a score of 361 i know you need firepower but at least your opener should give should stay there for 10 10 odd overs as per the basic odi cricket knowledge but no mayank agarwal is in his t20 form he's smacking the down the balls down boundaries hitting every ball for 6 4 6 eventually you will get out you cannot hit every every ball for 6 and 4 if that would be if that would be the condition every second uh, batsman from ipl who played well in ipl would have been selected in the indian team but the indian team has uh, showcased that image of itself that you perform in one season of ipl and you get to then all three formats i don't know why he was eventually a test player then he came he performed well in ipl so he got picked in odi and t20 as well no logic behind it let us move ahead shubman gill he was picked in the indian team a year ago and still till the second till the third odi his that was his first first performance in the indian team he played in new zealand and odi then he was dropped again then he is picked in uh, the last decider match no it was not a decider in the last match which uh, led to the series loss and when he came in he gave it quite well he performed well as an opener because an opener as an opener you need to stick stick there for the first 10 overs that's a mandatory thing in an odis in a high scoring game he did that but still he did not get chance in the first two odis the most difficult thing i would like to see as an indian fan was not learning anything from the first odis loss virat kohli i don't think he has uh, stepped up as a captain as a good captain uh, till now because Now I don't want to shift topics, but still that's hurting as an Indian cricket fan because uh, you don't uh, learn anything. Of course, when you lose a match, you always say that we have learned this, 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 and the positives that you take in the second match. But he has not learned anything from the first match, and he goes with the same team in the second match. I don't know. I also I do not understand the third point of mine is why take Shreya Sayer if he has not performed in the first match. is not performed in the second match i don't see i think uh, they had they have made a spot in indian team a cakewalk like you you are given 3 4 matches you have given no you have given 3 4 series then you have you can easily you can uh, back out when team needs you can easily go out for 0 and just say that i am new i am i am a newcomer here i cannot perform at least give me 3 series then i'll play 150 and then you take for me for the another three series i think that logic is ridiculous it's an indian team 1.2 it's a team of 1.25 billion people 
and so spots need to be very uh... so he- hello and welcome i welcome all of you guys uh, to this second episode of my podcast so it's it's been quite a long since i uploaded my first episode but yes i was in search of content and uh, i think i have got my content so here i am with the second episode so without wasting any time and without telling you what i might cover in this podcast let's talk cricket so here i am guys uh, the first episode which i covered was uh, my expected 11 which would uh, make of uh, i mean my expected 11 that india would play in all of the formats of t20 tests and odis and uh, today while i'm recording this episode uh, the first test for me it's over australia need a 75 runs to win and i think they will definitely uh, nail without with 10 wickets remaining so india has got a very uh, disappointing loss so i'm recording this episode on this day so again moving i'm going off to- of the topic but i just wanted to update you that when i am recording this episode which match is going on and i had recorded the first episode of my podcast before the series started so <laughs> that was a quick bite reminder to me as well to make vid- uh, make podcast regularly so starting off the predicted 11 my 11 which i had said that uh, i think these uh, that combination was looked good was failed miserably like the team india in the odis so i i would not like to comment more on that but i think if india would have played that 11 that i had told they would definitely have won the odi series and also this test so uh, starting off with what went wrong in the match was nothing i think nothing went wrong in the match starting off with the odi series i start with the odi series then to t20s and then to test similarly in the chrono in the chronological order that the things went on i'll start in the same way so talking about the odi series the major drawback of all the losses that we have suffered in this outing in australia is the team selection that two words of team and selection was failed miserably selection was not at par with what the expectation from the players is if you do not take matured and temperamented players how can you expect wins in australia at least because in india anyone can play in india prithvi shaw also can uh, hit a century but the same prithvi shaw cannot go to tests cannot go directly to australia playing the test is considered to be the greatest challenge for our team after the world cup is so i am shifting the topic again but i don't want to go to test because i watched the whole test match so everything is coming in my mind so please excuse me for that starting with the odis what was the issue with team india i had already told you that team selection was really bad it was very bad team selection by team india in the first two odis that we lost i will not say miserably because we fought till the end but still the score was too much in a 50 over match that score was too much in the 50 over match see in the odi and t20 you, the selection logic should be different but 
what lacked in team india was the same selection logic of the t20is and the odis that led to the series loss led to the first match loss eventually the series loss in the second match first point the team which i told had kuldeep and chehal in it but it's okay if you don't want to play uh, fast bowlers and i also told that uh, according to the track you can decide whom to play but definitely why yuzvendra chehal over kuldeep yadav i don't understand because in odis you need to ball at particular lengths and take wickets not you not need to experiment here and there playing flight balls and short balls and you don't need to regularly change your lengths in bowling in odis as per my knowledge that yuzvendra chahal did and so he was the most economical bowler from the last he had an economy of 9. Point, he had a economy of 9.75 in the first and still even after losing the match india made no changes i think that was uh, very uh, frightening to see as an indian fan that you lose a match but you don't have anything to learn i think that was a bad move by virat kohli uh, he said in his interview that all looked rusty and after that he was again proven wrong when things did not happen in the second odi as well so i think definitely changes were required because i don't think mayank agarwal uh has performed in ipl so you pick him in all, all three formats all three formats is never a player of all three formats only great legends like sachin tendulkar ms dhoni and virat kohli and rahul dravid all these batsmen who have temperament and maturity to play can play all the three formats you cannot pick pick any ipl player and uh, suddenly play him matches uh, in australia australia is a very tough condition swinging condition and i think Uh, in an ODI match, you need firepower. Chasing a score of 361, I know you need firepower, but at least your opener should give, should stay there for 10, 10 odd overs, as per the basic ODI cricket knowledge. But no, Mayank Agarwal is in his T20 form. He's smacking the down the balls down boundaries, hitting every ball for six four six four. Eventually, you will get out. You cannot hit every every ball for six and fours. If that would be the if that would be the condition, every second uh, batsman from IPL who played well in IPL would have uh, been selected in the Indian team. But the Indian team has uh, showcased that image of itself that you perform in one season of IPL and you get picked in all three formats. I don't know why he was eventually a Test player. Then he came. He performed well in IPL, so he got picked in ODI and T20 as well. No logic behind it. Let us move ahead. Shubman Gill, he was picked in the Indian team a year ago, and still, till the second, till the third ODI, the, his that was his first, first performance in the Indian team. He played in New Zealand, an ODI, then he was dropped again, then he is picked in uh, the last decider match. No, it was not a decider in the last match, which uh, led to the series loss. And when he came in. he gave it quite well he performed well as an opener because an opener as an opener you need to tick stick there for the first 10 overs that's a mandatory thing in an odis in a high scoring game he did that but still he did not get chance in the first two odis 
the most difficult thing i would like to see as an indian fan was not learning anything from the first odi's loss virat kohli i don't think he has uh, stepped up as a captain as a good captain uh, till now because now i don't want to shift topics but still that's hurting as a indian cricket fan because uh, you don't uh, learn anything of course when you lose a match you always say that we have learned this 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 and the positives that you take in the second match but he has not learned anything from the first match and he goes with the same team in the second match i don't know i also i do not understand the third point of mine is why take shreya sayer if he has not performed in the first match is not performed in the second match i don't see i think uh, they had they have made a spot in indian team a cakewalk like you you are given 3 4 matches you have given no you have given 3 4 series then you have you can easily you can uh, back out when team needs you can easily go out for zero and just say that i am new i am i am a newcomer here i cannot perform at least give me 3 series then i'll play 150 and then you take for me for the another three series i think i think that logic is ridiculous it's an indian team 1.2 it's a team of 1.25 billion people and so sports need to be very uh... so he- hello and welcome i welcome all of you guys uh, to this second episode of my podcast so it's it's been quite a long since i uploaded my first episode but yes i was in search of content and uh, i think i have got my content so here i am with the second episode so without wasting any time and without telling you what i might cover in this podcast let's talk cricket so here i am guys uh, the first episode which i covered was uh, my expected 11 which would uh, make of uh i mean my expected 11 that india would play in all of the formats of t20 tests and odis and uh, today while i'm recording this episode uh the first test for me it's over australia need a 75 runs to win and i think they will definitely uh, nail without with 10 wickets remaining so india has got a very uh, disappointing loss so i'm recording this episode on this day so again moving i'm going off to- of the topic but i just wanted to update you that when i am recording this episode which match is going on and i had recorded the first episode of my podcast before the series started so <laughs> that was a quick bite reminder to me as well to make vid- uh, make podcast regularly so starting off the predicted 11 my 11 which i had said that uh, i think these uh, that combination was looked good was failed miserably like the team india in the odis so i i would not like to comment more on that but i think if india would have played that 11 that i had told they would definitely have won the odi series and also this test so uh, starting off with what went wrong in the match was nothing i think nothing went wrong in the match starting off with the odi series i start with the odi series then to t20s and then to test similarly in the chrono in the chronological order that the things went on i'll start in the same way so talking about the odi series 
the major drawback of all the losses that we have suffered in this outing in australia is the team selection that two words of team and selection was filled miserably selection was not at par with what the expectation from the players is if you do not take matured and temperamented players how can you expect wins in australia at least because in india anyone can play in india prithvi shaw also can uh, hit a century but the same prithvi shaw cannot go to test cannot go directly to australia playing the test is considered to be the greatest challenge for our team after the world cup is so i am shifting the topic again but i don't want to go to test because i watched the whole test match so everything is coming in my mind so please excuse me for that starting with the odis what was the issue with team india i had already told you that team selection was really bad it was very bad team selection by team india in the first two odis that we lost i will not say miserably because we fought till the end but still the score was too much in a 50 over match that score was too much in the 50 over match see in the odi and t20 the selection logic should be different but what lacked in team india was the same selection logic of the t20is and the odis that led to the series loss led to the first match loss eventually the series loss in the second match first point the team which i told had kuldeep and chehal in it but it's okay if you don't want to play uh, fast bowlers and i also told that uh, according to the track you can decide whom to play but definitely why yuzvendra chehal over kuldeep yadav i don't understand because in odis you need to ball at particular lengths and take wickets not you not need to experiment here and there playing flight balls and short balls and you don't need to regularly change your lengths in bowling in odis as per my knowledge that yuzvendra chahal did and so he was the most economical bowler from the last he had an economy of 9. Point, he had a economy of 9.75 in the first and still even after losing the match india made no changes i think that was very Uh, frightening to see as an indian fan that you lose a match but you don't have anything to learn i think that was a bad move by virat kohli uh, he said in his interview that all looked rusty and after that he was again proven wrong when things did not happen in the second odi as well so i think definitely changes were required because i don't think mayank agarwal uh, has performed in ipl so you pick him in all, all three formats all three formats is never a player of all three formats only great legends like sachin tendulkar ms dhoni and virat kohli and rahul dravid all these batsmen who have temperament and maturity to play can play all the three formats you cannot pick pick any ipl player and uh, suddenly play him matches uh, in australia australia is a very tough condition swinging condition and i think uh, in an odi match you need fire power chasing a score of 361 i know you need fire power but at least your opener should give should stay there for 10 10 odd overs as per the basic odi cricket knowledge but no mayank agarwal is in his t20 form he's smacking the down the balls down boundaries hitting every ball for 6 4 6 4 eventually he will get out 
you cannot hit every every ball for six and fours. If that would be at the if that would be the condition, <laughs> every second uh, batsman from IPL who played well in IPL would have uh, been selected in the Indian team. But the Indian team has uh, showcased that image of itself that you perform in one season of IPL and you get picked in all three formats. I don't know why he was eventually a test player. Then he came, he performed well in IPL, so he got picked in ODI and T20 as well. No logic behind it. Let us move ahead. Shubman Gill. He was picked in the Indian team a year ago. And still, till the second, till the third ODI, that was his first, first performance in the Indian team. He played in New Zealand and ODI. Then he was dropped again. Then he's picked in uh, the last decider match. No, it was not a decider. In the last match, which uh, led to the series loss. And when he came in, he gave it quite well. He performed well as an opener. Because an opener, as an opener, you need to tick, stick there for the first 10 overs. That's a mandatory thing in an ODIs. In a high-scoring game. He did that. But still, he did not get chance in the first two ODIs. The most difficult thing I would like to see as an Indian fan was not learning anything from the first ODI's loss. Virat Kohli, I don't think he has uh, stepped up as a captain, as a good captain uh, till now. Because now I don't want to shift topics, but still that's hurting as an Indian cricket fan. Because uh, you don't uh, learn anything. Of course, when you lose a match, you always say that we have learned this, this, this and the positives that you take in the second match. But he has not learned anything from the first match. And he goes with the same team in the second match. I don't know. I Also, I do not understand the third point of mine is why take Shreyas Iyer. If he has not performed in the first match, he has not performed in the second match. I don't... See, I think uh, they had they have made uh, spot in Indian team a cakewalk. Like you, you are given three four matches. You have given no, you have given three four series. Then you have you can easily you can uh, back out when team needs. You can easily go out for zero and just say that I am new. I am I am a newcomer here. I cannot perform. At least give me three series. Then I'll play one fifty and then you take me for the another three series. I think I think that logic is ridiculous. It's an Indian team. 1.2 it's a team of 1.25 billion people and so sports need to be very uh... so he- hello and welcome i welcome all of you guys uh, to this second episode of my podcast so it's it's been quite a long since i uploaded my first episode but yes i was in search of content and uh, i think i have got my content so here i am with the second episode so without wasting any time and without telling you what i might cover in this podcast let's talk cricket so here i am guys uh, the first episode which i covered was uh, my expected 11 which would uh, make of uh, i mean my expected 11 that india would play in all of the formats of t20 tests and odis and uh, today while i'm recording this episode uh, the first test for me it's over australia need a 75 runs to win and i think they will definitely uh, nail without with 10 wickets remaining so india has got a very uh, disappointing loss so i'm recording this episode on this day so 
again moving i'm going off the top of the topic but i just wanted to update you that when i am recording this episode which match is going on and i had recorded the first episode of my podcast before the series started so <laughs> that was a quick bite reminder to me as well to make vid uh, make podcast regularly so starting off the predicted 11 my 11 which i had said that uh, i think these uh, that combination was looked good was failed miserably like the team india in the odis so i i would not like to comment more on that but i think if india would have played that 11 that i had told they would definitely have won the odi series and also this test so uh, starting off with what went wrong in the match was nothing i think nothing went wrong in the match starting off with the odi series i start with the odi series then to t20s and then to test similarly in the chrono in the chronological order that the things went on i'll start in the same way so talking about the odi series the major drawback of all the losses that we have suffered in this outing in australia is the team selection that two words of team and selection was failed miserably selection was not at par with what the expectation from the players is if you do not take matured and temperamented players how can you expect wins in australia at least because in india anyone can play in india prithvi shaw also can uh, hit a century but the same prithvi shaw cannot go to tests cannot go directly to australia playing the test which is considered to be the greatest challenge for our team after the world cup is so i am shifting the topic again but i don't want to go to test because i watched the whole test match so everything is coming in my mind so please excuse me for that starting with the odis what was the issue with team india i had already told you that team selection was really bad it was very bad team selection by team india in the first two odis that we lost i will not say miserably because we fought till the end but still the score was too much in a 50 over match that score was too much in the 50 over match see in the odi and t20 the selection logic should be different but what lacked in team india was the same selection logic of the t20is and the odis that led to the series loss led to the first match loss eventually the series loss in the second match first point the team which i told had kuldeep and chehal in it but it's okay if you don't want to play uh, fast bowlers and i also told that uh, according to the track you can decide whom to play but definitely why yuzvendra chehal over kuldeep yadav i don't understand because in odis you need to ball at particular lengths and take wickets not you not need to experiment here and there playing flight balls and short balls and you don't need to regularly change your lengths in bowling in odis as per my knowledge that is when the chel did and so he was the most economical bowler from the last he had an economy of 9. Point, he had a economy of 9.75 in the first and still even after losing the match india made no changes i think that was very 
फ्राइटनिंग टू सी एज एन इंडियन फैन दैट यू लूज अ मैच बट यू डोंट हैव एनी थिंग टू लर्न आई थिंक दैट वॉज अ बैड मूव बाय विराट कोहली ही सेड इन इज इंटरव्यू दैट ऑल लुक्ड रस्टी एंड आफ्टर दैट ही वॉज अगेन प्रूव एंड रॉन्ग वन थिंग्स डिड नॉट हैपन इन द सेकेंड ओडी आई एज वेल सो आई थिंक डेफिनेटली चेंजेस व रिक्वायर्ड बिकॉज आई डोंट थिंक मयंक अगरवाल हैज परफॉर्म्ड इन आई पी एल सो यू पिक इम इन ऑल थ्री फॉर्मेट्स ऑल थ्री फॉर्मेट्स इज नेवर अ प्लेयर ऑफ ऑल थ्री फॉर्मेट्स ओनली ग्रेट लेजेंड्स लाइक सचिन तेंडुलकर एम एस धोनी एंड विराट कोहली एंड राहुल ड्रविड ऑल दीज बैट्समैन हुज हैव टेम्परामेंट एंड मेच्योरिटी टू प्ले कैन प्ले ऑल द थ्री फॉर्मेट्स यू कैन नॉट प्ले पिक एनी आई पी एल प्लेयर एंड सडनली प्ले हिम मैचेज इन ऑस्ट्रेलिया ऑस्ट्रेलिया इज अ वेरी टफ कंडीशन स्विंगिंग कंडीशन एंड आई थिंक इन एन ओडीआई मैच यू नीड फायर पावर चेजिंग अ स्कोर ऑफ थ्री सिक्सटी वन आई नो यू नीड फायर पावर बट एटलीस्ट योर ओपनर शुड गिव शुड स्टे देर फॉर टेन टेन ऑड ओवर्स एज पर द बेसिक ओडीआई क्रिकेट नॉलेज बट नो मयंक अगरवाल इज इन हिज टी ट्वेंटी फॉर्म ही स्मैकिंग द डाउन बॉल्स डाउन बाउंड्रीज हिटिंग एवरी बॉल फॉर सिक्स फोर सिक्स फोर इवेंचुअली यू विल गेट आउट यू कैन नॉट हिट एवरी एवरी बॉल फॉर सिक्स एंड फोर इफ दैट वुड बी इफ दैट वुड बी द कंडीशन एवरी सेकेंड बैट्समैन फ्रॉम आई पी एल हु प्लेड वेल इन आई पी एल वुड हैव बीन सिलेक्टेड इन द इंडियन टीम बट द इंडियन टीम हैज शोकेस्ड दैट इमेज ऑफ इट सेल्फ दैट यू परफॉर्म इन वन सीजन ऑफ आई पी एल एंड यू गेट टू दैन ऑल थ्री फॉर्मैट्स आई डोंट नो वाई वॉज इवेंचुअली अ टेस्ट प्लेयर देन ही केम यू परफॉर्म वेल इन आई पी एल सो यू गॉट पिकड इन ओडियाई एंड टी ट्वेंटी एज वेल नो लॉजिक बिहाइंड इट लेट एस मूव अड शुभमन गिल ही वॉज पिक्ड इन द इंडियन टीम a year ago and still till the second till the third odi the, his that was his first first performance in the indian team he played in new zealand an odi then he was dropped again then he is picked in uh, the last decider match no it was not a decider in the last match which uh, led to the series loss and when he came in he gave it quite well he performed well as an opener because an opener as an opener you need to tick stick there for the first 10 overs that's a mandatory thing in an odis in a high scoring game he did that but still he did not get chance in the first two odis the most difficult thing i would like to see as an indian fan was not learning anything from the first odis loss virat kohli i don't think he has uh, stepped up as a captain as a good captain Uh, till now, because now I don't want to shift topics, but still that's hurting as an Indian cricket fan because uh, you don't uh, learn anything. Of of course, when you lose a match, you always say that we have learned this, 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 and the positives that you take in the second match. But he has not learned anything from the first match, and he goes with the same team in the second match. I don't know. I also I do not understand the third point of mine. Is why take Shreya Sayer? If he has not performed in the first match, is not performed in the second match. I don't see. I think uh, they had they have made uh, spotting Indian team a cakewalk. Like you, you are given three four matches. You have given no. You have given three four series. Then you have you can easily you can uh, back out when team needs. You can easily go out for zero and just say that I am new. I am I am a newcomer here. I cannot perform. at least give me 3 series then i'll play 
150 and then you take for me for the, another three series and I, i think that logic is ridiculous it's an indian team 1.2 it's a team of 1.25 billion people and so sports needs to be very uh... so he- hello and welcome i welcome all of you guys uh, to this second episode of my podcast so it's it's been quite a long since i uploaded my first episode but yes i was in search of content and uh, i think i have got my content so here i am with the second episode so without wasting any time and without telling you what i might cover in this podcast let's talk cricket so here i am guys uh, the first episode which i covered was uh, my expected 11 which would uh, make of uh, i mean my expected 11 that india would play in all of the formats of t20 tests and odis and uh, today while i'm recording this episode uh, the first test for me it's over australia need a 75 runs to win and i think they will definitely uh, nail without with 10 wickets remaining so india has got a very uh, disappointing loss so i'm recording this episode on this day so again moving i'm going off to- of the topic but i just wanted to update you that when i am recording this episode which match is going on and i had recorded the first episode of my podcast before the series started so that was a quick bite reminder to me as well to make with uh, make podcast regularly so starting off the predicted 11 my 11 which i had said that uh, i think these uh, that combination was looked good was failed miserably like the team india in the odis so i i would not like to comment more on that but i think if india would have played that 11 that i had told they would definitely have won the odi series and also this test so uh, starting off with what went wrong in the match was nothing i think nothing went wrong in the match starting off with the odi series i start with the odi series then to t20s and then to test similarly in the chrono in the chronological order that the things went on i'll start in the same way so talking about the odi series the major drawback of all the losses that we have suffered in this outing in australia is the team selection that two words of team and selection was failed miserably selection was not at par with what the expectation from the players is if you do not take matured and temperamented players how can you expect wins in australia at least because in india anyone can play in india prithvi shaw also can uh, hit a century but the same prithvi shaw cannot go to tests cannot go directly to australia playing the test which is considered to be the greatest challenge for our team after the world cup is so i am shifting the topic again but i don't want to go to test because i watched the whole test match so everything is coming in my mind so please excuse me for that starting with the odis what was the issue with team india i had already told you that team selection was really bad it was very bad team selection by team india in the first two odis that we lost 
I will not say miserably because we fought till the end, but still the score was too much in a 50-over match. That score was too much in the 50-over match. See, in the ODI and T20, the selection logic should be different. But what lacked in Team India was the same selection logic of the T20Is and the ODIs that led to the series loss. Led to the first match loss, eventually the series loss in the second match. First point, the team which I told had Kuldeep and Chehel in it. But it's okay if you don't want to play uh, fast bowlers and I also told that uh, according to the track you can decide whom to play. But definitely why Yuzvendra Chehel over Kuldeep Yadav I don't understand. Because in ODIs you need to ball at particular lengths and take wickets. Not, you not need to experiment here and there playing flight balls and short balls and you don't need to regularly change your lengths in bowling in ODIs as per my knowledge that Yuzvendra Chahal did and so he was the most economical bowler from the last he had an economy of 9 point he had an economy of 9.75 in the first and still even after losing the match India made no changes I think that was very uh, frightening to see as a, an Indian fan that you lose a match but you don't have anything to learn. I think that was a bad move by Virat Kohli. Uh, he said in his interview that all looked rusty and after that he was again proven wrong when things did not happen in the second ODI as well. So I think definitely changes were required because I don't think Mayank Agarwal uh, has performed in IPL so you pick him in all, all three formats. All three formats is never a player of all three formats. Only great legends like Sachin Tendulkar, MS Dhoni and Virat Kohli and Rahul Dravid. All these batsmen which have temperament and maturity to play can play all the three formats. You cannot pick any IPL player and uh, suddenly play him matches uh, in Australia. Australia is a very tough condition, swinging condition and I think uh, in an ODI match, you need firepower. Chasing a score of 361, I know you need firepower but at least your opener should give should stay there for 10, 10 odd overs as per the basic ODI cricket knowledge but no Mayank Agarwal is in his T20 form he's smacking the down the balls down boundaries hitting every ball for 6 4 6 4 eventually you will get out you cannot hit every, every ball for 6 and 4 if that would be if that would be the condition every second uh, Batsman from IPL who played well in IPL would have uh, been selected in the Indian team but the Indian team has uh, showcased that image of itself that you perform in one season of IPL and you get picked in all three formats I don't know why he was eventually a test player then he came he performed well in IPL so he got picked in ODI and T20 as well no logic behind it let us move ahead Shubman Gill he was picked in the Indian team a year ago and still till the second till the third ODI the, his, that was his first first performance in the Indian team he played in New Zealand an ODI then he was dropped again then he's picked in uh, the last decider match no it was not a decider in the last match which uh, led to the series loss and when he came in he gave it quite well he performed well as an opener because an opener as an opener you need to tick stick there 
for the first 10 overs that's a mandatory thing in an odis in a high scoring game he did that but still he did not get chance in the first two odis the most difficult thing i would like to see as an indian fan was not learning anything from the first odis loss virat kohli i don't think he has uh, stepped up as a captain as a good captain uh, till now because now i don't want to shift topics but still that's hurting as a indian cricket fan because uh, you don't uh, learn anything of course when you lose a match you always say that we have learned this 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 and the positives that you take in the second match but he has not learned anything from the first match and he goes with the same team in the second match i don't know i also i do not understand the third point of mine is why take shreya sayer if he has not performed in the first match is not performed in the second match i don't see i think uh, they had they have made a spot in indian team a cakewalk like you you are given 3 4 matches you have given no you have given 3 4 series then you have you can easily you can uh, back out when team needs you can easily go out for zero and just say that i am new i am i am a newcomer here i cannot perform at least give me three series then i'll play 150 and then you take for me for the another three series i think that logic is ridiculous it's an indian team 1.2 it's a team of 1.25 billion people and so sports need to be very uh, So hello and welcome I welcome all of you guys uh, to this second episode of my podcast so it's it's been quite a long since I uploaded my first episode but yes I was in search of content and uh, I think I have got my content so here I am with the second episode so without wasting any time and without telling you what I might cover in this podcast let's talk cricket so here I am guys uh, the first episode which i covered was uh, my expected 11 which would uh, make of uh, i mean my expected 11 that india would play in all of the formats of t20 tests and odis and uh, today while i am recording this episode uh, the first test for me it's over australia need a 75 runs to win and i think they will definitely uh, nail without with 10 wickets remaining so india has got a very uh, disappointing loss so i'm recording this episode on this day so again moving i'm going off of the topic but i just wanted to update you that when i am recording this episode which match is going on and i had recorded the first episode of my podcast before the series started so that was a quick bite reminder to me as well to make video, make podcast regularly so starting off the predicted 11 my 11 which i had said that uh, i think these uh, that combination was looked good was failed miserably like the team india in the odis so i i would not like to comment more on that but i think if india would have played that 11 that i had told they would definitely have won the odi series and also this test so uh, starting off with what went wrong in the match was nothing i think nothing went wrong in the match 
starting off with the odi series i start with the odi series then to t20s and then to test similarly in the chronological in the chronological order that the things went on i'll start in the same way so talking about the odi series the major drawback of all the losses that we have suffered in this outing in australia is the team selection that two words of team and selection was filled miserably selection was not at par with what the expectation from the players is if you do not take matured and temperamented players how can you expect wins in australia at least because in india anyone can play in india prithvi shaw also can uh, hit a century but the same prithvi shaw cannot go to test cannot go directly to australia playing the test is considered to be the greatest challenge for our team after the world cup is so i am shifting the topic again but i don't want to go to test because i watched the whole test match so everything is coming in my mind so please excuse me for that starting with the odis what was the issue with team india i had already told you that team selection was really bad it was very bad team selection by team india in the first two odis that we lost i will not say miserably because we fought till the end but still the score was too much in a 50 over match that score was too much in the 50 over match see in the odi and t20 the selection logic should be different but what lacked in team india was the same selection logic of the t20is and the odis that led to the series loss led to the first match loss eventually the series loss in the second match first point the team which i told had kuldeep and chehal in it but it's okay if you don't want to play uh, fast bowlers and i also told that uh, according to the track you can decide whom to play but definitely why yuzvendra chehal over kuldeep yadav i don't understand because in odis you need to ball at particular lengths and take wickets not you not need to experiment here and there playing flight balls and short balls and you don't need to regularly change your lengths in bowling in odis as per my knowledge that yuzvendra chahal did and so he was the most economical bowler from the last he had an economy of 9. Point, he had a economy of 9.75 in the first and still even after losing the match india made no changes i think that was very Uh, frightening to see as a, an indian fan that you lose a match but you don't have anything to learn i think that was a bad move by virat kohli uh, he said in his interview that all looked rusty and after that he was again proven wrong when things did not happen in the second odi as well so i think definitely changes were required because i don't think mayank agarwal uh, has performed in ipl so you to pick him in all, all three formats all three formats is never a player of all three formats only great legends like sachin tendulkar ms dhoni and virat kohli and rahul dravid all these batsmen who have temperament and maturity to play can play all the three formats you cannot pick pick any ipl player and uh, suddenly play him matches uh, in australia australia is a very tough condition swinging condition and i think uh, in an odi match you need fire power chasing a score of 361 i know you need fire power but at least your opener should give 
should stay there for 10 10 odd overs as per the basic odi cricket knowledge but no mayank agarwal is in his t20 form he's smacking the down the balls down boundaries hitting every ball for 6 4 6 4 eventually he will get out you cannot hit every every ball for 6 and 4 if that would be if that would be the condition every second uh, batsman from ipl who played well in ipl would have been selected in the indian team but the indian team has uh, showcased that image of itself that you perform in one season of ipl and you get to then all three formats i don't know why he was eventually a test player then he came he performed well in ipl so he got picked in odi and t20 as well no logic behind it let us move ahead shubman gill he was picked in the indian team a year ago and still till the second till the third odi the, his, that was his first first performance in the indian team he played in new zealand an odi then he was dropped again then he's picked in uh, the last decider match no it was not a decider in the last match which uh, led to the series loss and when he came in he gave it quite well he performed well as an opener because an opener as an opener you need to tick stick there for the first 10 overs that's a mandatory thing in an odis in a high scoring game he did that but still he did not get chance in the first two odis the most difficult thing i would like to see as an indian fan was not learning anything from the first odis loss virat kohli i don't think he has uh, stepped up as a captain as a good captain uh, till now because now i don't want to shift topics but still that's hurting as a indian cricket fan because uh, you don't uh, learn anything of course when you lose a match you always say that we have learned this 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 and the positives that you take in the second match but he has not learned anything from the first match and he goes with the same team in the second match i don't know i also i do not understand the third point of mine is why take shreyas ayer if he has not performed in the first match is not performed in the second match i don't see i think uh, they had they have made uh, spot in indian team a cake walk like you you are given 3 4 matches you have given no you have given 3 4 series then you have you can easily you can uh, back out when team needs you can easily go out for 0 and just say that i am new i am i am a newcomer here i cannot perform at least give me 3 series then i'll play 150 and then you take me for the another 3 series i think i think that logic is ridiculous it's an indian team 1.2 it's a team of 1.25 billion people and so sports needs to be very 